0: Howdy, howdy. Hi. And welcome to...
1: But it was aliens.
0: Ooh. The... Why are you oohing already? You didn't... Birded it with aliens. I'm feeling, ah. I'm feeling upbeat and musical today, son. Ooh. We are the... In fact, that's the opposite of musical. That's more cheery, isn't it? I'm usually feeling musical. Today, I am not. But we are the extraterrestrial comedy podcast where we probe real-life extraterrestrial activity to determine whether this extraterrestrial activity happened in real life. We take it in turns to host on the show, and this week, I'm hosting, and I'm Kev, or Greybeard, if you prefer... Alongside me, offering commentary this week and generally making a nuisance of himself is Granville Moonwalker. <laughs> Today, we are travelling back to 1897 to meet a special man who isn't that special man, but you may have heard, yet not heard of him.
2: What? Is it no?
0: I'm lost. <laughs> he looked... <laughs> I don't know how to describe that look as other than cross-eyed without being cross-eyed. Confused. Yeah. <laughs> Confused is probably a better term, yes. I'll give you that. Um, so I may have heard of him, but... But you also wouldn't not. have heard of him. Once okay. you've heard this, it'll make sense. Okay,
2: I will let you continue.
0: Alexander Hamilton. Alexander Hamilton! His name is Alexander Hamilton. And...
2: I have not seen this yet, as in it's been out for ages and I keep meaning to watch it but I haven't
0: promise me to watch it this weekend I have
2: heard the soundtrack,
0: Yeah, I own the soundtrack, it's brilliant isn't it
2: and I've also heard for those of you out there that like anime watch the abridged version of Hellsing it has a brilliant song in there at the end which is done over the Alexander Hamilton Like the main
0: song. Nice. Fantastic. Send that to me and I'll watch it too. Will do. So, as I was saying. Alexander Hamilton. His name is Alexander Hamilton. And today's a probe we haven't done. But just you wait. Just you wait. Hamilton. That's all I'm doing had got a lot farther farming calves and critters by being a lot smarter, by being a self-starter. By 40, he'd taken charge of a whole field of heifer. Today, we are covering the tale of a rancher in Leroy, Kansas. Leroy! Kansas, Kansas, named Alexander Hamilton. But it's 1897, not the 1700s. This Hamilton had a farm where amongst other farming activities, he farmed cows. This Hamilton, too, was a hard-working man who was well-respected in his community. Hamilton's farm was doing fairly well, and Hamilton was a local employer who also had property. I was slightly disappointed in the fact that you didn't sing all of that. So, so, (laughs) I did... When I first came across this case, I was going to try and make a musical episode... Turns out I'm not a very good rapper. (laughs) Not
2: going to lie, I tried that with a Christmas one as well and just just didn't work. Uh. Um, I'm just not musically inclined. I can dance, that's about it. (laughs) I have one question. You say that this guy was well respected within his community. Yeah. Would you say he's a pillar of his community?
0: Do you know what? I would go that far, yes. I would say this man was a pillar of the local community. Well respected. Upstanding gentleman.
2: (laughs) I would, yes. Would you vouch for this Hamilton? Do you know what? Yeah, I'd vouch for this Hamilton. Okay. Was he a God-fearing
0: man? Was he a pillar of his church? It's 1897, so most people were God-fearing around this time. Okay, pillar
2: of the community
0: has been vouched for by Greybeard. (coughs) (laughs) I was really expecting you to ask me if he's honourable and trustworthy, but you didn't, so let's move on. You've vouched for him, so I know he's not. We'll get into my vouching later, but I have indeed, yes, this man is a pillar of the community. A real pillar, almost the heart of the community. I would go that far. Oh, oh! <laughs> Hamilton was helped on his farm by his son, as well as some hired help, farm hands. Mm. On the fateful evening of April the 19th, 1897, Hamilton, along with his son Wall Hamilton, and one of the farmhands. <laughs> you're right there. Something funny about
1: that?
2: <laughs> I wasn't expecting his son to be called
1: Wall.
0: <laughs> it's a strong name. <laughs> why is that? You can't me so knock much? Wall down. I don't know why that's tickled me so much. So, Wall Hamilton and one of his farm hands, Jid Heslip, were sleeping. Farm work is often early work, and unless you're a nocturnal, gains obsessed bastard, early starts usually mean early nights. The folk were well past falling asleep by 10pm. However, Hamilton, Wall, and Jid... Jid or Gid? Giddy Jid. Giddy Were... <laughs> awoken by strange noises as if something was amongst the cattle at 10.30pm. The group assumed that the farm dog was just having a moment. Hamilton looked out of the window and was greeted by the sight of something entirely different. There was an approximately 300-foot, cigar-shaped UFO hovering above the farm a mere 600 feet away. By above the farm, I mean directly above the cattle pen within the farm.
2: Definitely a cigar-shaped UFO, mm-hmm. not a blimp,
0: not a cloud, 100% not a cloud. Not even a giant frisbee. Unlikely, but I suppose it depends on the angle you're standing at. It, I couldn't rule that out. But definitely not a cloud. Well, Alexander Hamilton. What did
1: he see? What did he see?
2: So the noise they heard, it was amongst the cows and it wasn't... Yeah. ...the cows themselves. No, something different amongst the cows. So was it a visceral sound? It was a kerfuffle. Wasn't the sound of something starting up? Like an engine? Not an engine, exactly, no. Anything like that? Negative. Was it a... Sound as if it came from
0: someone rather than something? Couldn't say at this point. They're inside. Okay. And they're hearing a commotion outside. Did they immediately
2: get their guns when they saw the cigar-shaped UFO? Or did they crap their long johns?
0: Well, I can't really answer that without going on to the next section. (laughs) What do you think they did? Crap their
2: long johns.
0: (laughs) And I bet it didn't stay
2: inside because you can't trust a
0: john. Hey, hey, hey. Those Johns be holding things in. (laughs) Let me just just rewind there. Hamilton did not know what to expect, but he gathered up wool and jid, fetched their axes and headed on outside. Close combat. As if the cigar wasn't weird enough, underneath the cigar dangled a carriage. The carriage was transparent, and so Hamilton assumed that it was made of glass. Ooh, a lift. From the ground, Hamilton and co. could make out four distinct figures in this carriage. I say figures, not because what they saw was unclear at all, but because they did not know how to describe them, other than as the strangest and most horrific beings Hamilton ever saw. Hamilton wasn't sure if they were angels or demons. Demon begone. Hamilton could hear the figures jabbering away, but could not understand them, obviously. Hamilton didn't want to be invaded, but Hamilton didn't know how to say no to this. As Hamilton looked up at the figures, Hamilton realised that the ship had been gradually descending to about 30 feet above the ground. Suddenly, Hamilton heard a moo. I mean, what's he?
2: Hamilton didn't know how to say no to this. How to say no to what? How to say no to this. Did he he attack? Did he throw an
1: axe?
2: (laughs) How many axes did he have? If he only had one, I can understand why. So the story
0: implied implied that they all had one. Couldn't say for definite because I wasn't there, of course, but that's what it appeared to suggest. How big is Hamilton? He's um, pretty tall, about (laughs) 5'7". I mean, that is tall for you. Uh... (laughs) (laughs) I don't know How? how big he was. How big would you like him to be? Was he skinny? Was he muscly? Like he's a farmer. He's going to be pretty. Buff. Yeah, he's going to be yeah. He's going to hard working man.
2: I mean, if I was him, I'm throwing an axe at that point. Throw the axe and then just take your yeah, take a risk of hand to hand combat. Get the other two to keep their axes on board. I mean, I don't even know why I'm going straight to violence here, but they're st- are they stealing the
0: cows? Good question. Why would they be stealing I mean, the cows? If something's fucking with your cows, you fuck with them. Just going back to your point about throwing the axe. So they're about 30 feet away. Could you throw an axe 30 foot? I could throw an axe a quarter mile. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm moving on. Yeah, I can eat two? Hamilton thought that the Moo may have taken the figures by surprise because they suddenly <laughs> blasted Hamilton and co with a bright spotlight. Hamilton then noticed that a turbine wheel was below the main craft and this wheel had begun turning. A buzzing sound begun as the craft began rising again very, very slowly. The craft moved slightly, stopping directly above a lone cow. The cow was helpless. The cow started freaking the F out by a fence jumping and mooing and genuinely crapping its cow pants. What is in this cow was, like, stuck in a spot and couldn't move out of the spot? Pretty much, yeah. Ooh. It had separated from the rest and it started freaking out and got itself jammed! I would just add here a bit of cow knowledge for you. Cows are really anxious creatures and yeah, they get they really, get really upset and they can actually die if they're separated from the herb just through... Stress. Yeah. Um...
2: So, the bright spotlight was on them. Was there one on the cow? Because I'm wondering if um, the beam that was on the cow was.
0: Um, so, the craft moved directly above the cow. And just freaked it out by being. And the above cow it. started crapping it. Sh- yeah. Okay.
2: Just wondered if there was a beam above it. Wonder if the heat from the beam was freaking the cow out.
0: Ooh, like burning Like it. an invisible beam. Yeah. Or, well.
2: Or like. If the beam was over it, then just the heat from it was freaking the cow
0: out. Maybe. That could be why it started crapping its pants and jumping around.
2: But if not, it could just be because it was so close to it. Yeah? Whew. I wonder if they take the cow. I mean, speaking of cow, I could really do a steak. <laughs> oh,
0: steak. When have you ever known aliens to take cows?
2: And eat them? Never. Experiment all the time.
0: The group rushed over. Whoa
2: whoa. Whoa, whoa whoa. whoa, whoa, So we've heard so many stories of people getting <laughs> abducted, right? Yeah. What if they are on the ship with the aliens and the they tell them They're the hungry. Aliens, they're hungry.
0: They fancy And they're steak. like steak. Ah, yes. Have you been abducted? Maybe. <laughs> That's exactly what you do.
2: I would like a steak. Rare. They don't get the notion of rare as in cooked rare. That's why there's so many um, just like
0: cow parts left. Because they try to feed it. The king aliens like, you're not our guest, sir. What would you like? (laughs) And you're like, bitch. (laughs) I want me some steak. And sweet potato fries. Okay, sir. I will get you your steak.
2: And they kind of float off with their
0: fingers like this. So you just remember, people aren't going to see those fingers. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Granville's making fingers at me. For those of you listening, which is now he's making two fingers at me. <laughs> the group rushed over to the cow. Hamilton looked up to discover that a red cable was dangling down to the ground.
1: Grab it! Whoa!
0: Well. <laughs> I say to the ground, the figures had basically lassoed the cow. The lasso was wrapped, fastened even, around the cow's neck. However, poor cow, the cow had also become tangled in the wire fence. Poor, poor cow. There was no escape. Poor, poor, poor cow. Hamilton just wanted to free the distressed cow. Good old habit. That would be enough, but the world turned upside down for the cow. That cow ain't going to be in Kansas anymore. Except it is. Did he uh, try and cut the lasso? Or did he uh, hop on?
2: He <laughs> <laughs> rode the cow into the spaceship. Come on, baby! Woo! He was like, Grunko! I'm going to find these motherfuckers trying to take my cow. My Bessie. And the alien's like, We need the cow for steak, you know? And they uh, pull it up. And there's me just sat there with a bib.
0: <laughs> we need a cow for steak. Hamilton and co tried to get the lasso off the cow, but it was fastened so solidly and was of such a strong material that they simply couldn't. The cow was still distressed in the fence, so Hamilton begun cutting the cow free from the fence. As they tried to free Hamil cow, Hamil cow begun rising, <laughs> fence and all. <laughs> <laughs> You said that, and I was about to go, <undai breathing> like a
1: horse. <laughs> a fucking cow. It's not got a horse.
0: Hamilton didn't know how to say no to this. The men could do nothing but watch on, mystified as the craft, including the cow, would rise up and gradually disappear into the night sky. They took his... pen oh, it better not have been his prize cow. It was his favourite cow. Damn it.
2: Damn it. I mean... Poor Hamel cow. There's nothing you can do at
0: that point, is there? I mean, you can't... I mean, you can even let it be caught up and killed, potentially... No, I mean when... Uh, oh, the aliens are taking yeah, it. Yeah, when they take yeah. it.
2: It's not as if you can call the police and they're going to do anything. It's not as if you have the uh, number for the space police, either. So you're kind of shit out of luck.
0: We're going to take your cow, sir. You
2: just have to... uh, Let it happen. Couldn't say say no to it, could he? Brush the dirt off your shoulder. Could not say no to Um. this. You'd have to just prepare yourself if it ever happens again. More weaponry. Fuck those motherfuckers up. Go to war with your axes. (laughs) Hang on, what year was this?
0: 1897, sir.
2: Wouldn't have had trucks. <laughs> did they get on their horses and try and uh, follow it?
0: Mm, no, they did not. Did they... Um, the cow's getting sucked off. What can they do? Did they light an arrow and
2: light the beacons to warn other farms? No. They
0: just watched it disappear did into the sky. they throw an, the an axe? <laughs> 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 try and hit the rope. They probably did, but it's not reported in the accounts.
1: Hmm.
0: Poor cow, poor cow. What comes next? The next morning, Hamilton would begin looking for the cow all over the farm. Hamilton could not find the cow anywhere. What surprise! It took it off, <laughs> but it might have dropped. Hamilton would look for the cow one last time, but could not find Hamilcow on his land. On someone else's. Hamilton, as a man who could never be satisfied, went to ask other ranchers in nearby fields if they'd seen anything. Still, nobody had. Until later that evening, that is. Remember, this is the 1890s, so it took a long time to get around. As Hamilton returned home, Link Thomas, who had a farm three or four miles west of Hamilton's town, Leroy, was waiting for Hamilton. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Link,
0: it turns out, had made the discovery of a cowhide legs and head on his field earlier that day. Link assumed that someone had stolen and butchered a local cow, so brought the remains to town for identification, though Link was utterly perplexed as to why he had not been able to find any tracks in his field near the cow. It was as if the cow simply dropped from the sky.
2: It's quite possible that it did, but at the same time, because this guy is called Link, Yes. and... Has he got a ranch or a farm? Technically a farm. Okay. Is he called it Lon Lon Farm? <laughs> He's called it Lon Lon Ranch. <laughs> so there's been a lot of Zelda games that I've not played in any of them. was a cow just randomly dropped onto a farm? Mm, or is there a I glitch in any of them?
0: I can't really recall. Majora's Mask had aliens in it.
2: I'm just trying to make sure that you aren't just telling me a story from one of the Zelda games and I'm getting caught up
0: I'm not the only time I'd do that would be your birthday (laughs) on your birthday episode now you're going to be so suspicious (laughs) (laughs) was this person called Link does he wear a green tunic
2: and on the odd occasion blue
0: and red
2: can you play the Bolero of Fire on an ocarina so we have we do um the remains of the cow Yes. so the hide, legs, head were there any insides or were they
0: was it just as if it had been I don't know, sucked out so there were some insides it had been butchered, cracked up what the fuck
2: did they do to this cow
0: hide, legs and head so a little bit of bits and pieces but were they
2: all over the place or were they in still all attached
0: close together I don't know if they were attached or not actually wasn't clear
2: I mean that's still something pretty grim to uh, find but at the same time if they are all together did they um, stick some kind of device into them and just suck the insides out or
0: sucked the cow up and then sucked part of the cow out
2: (laughs) (laughs) or did they just kind of butcher it well, maybe like Chop you said, a leg, they were
0: feeding people. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. That's a really good idea, actually. Would uh, explain so much.
2: Maybe go and see someone and get some hypnotic regression therapy to see if I've ever had steak on a spaceship. Yeah. Hamilton,
0: upon seeing the cow, was like, I knew him! It's Hamil cow! <laughs> Hamilton was able Hamil-cow, to... cow! was able to identify the cow by Hamilton's brand, visible both on the hide and on Hamilton's branding iron. There could be no doubt. This story was published in the Yates Centre Farmers Advocate newspaper a few days later on the 23rd of April, 1897. It was big news for word had traveled town about the bizarre happenings and the lack of tracks. We've heard that before about the
2: lack of tracks. Mm-hmm. Um, with the horse I can't remember
0: Lucky I think it was mm, rings the bell yeah not oh, so lucky, so lucky. <laughs> other townspeople also verified that they too had seen a strange ship in the sky that night remember that I mentioned that Hamilton was a well respected man at the start well Hamilton even had a document vouching for his honesty and the details of today's case signed by over a dozen high-profile, well-respected citizens of Leroy.
1: LEROY!
0: Including an attorney, KANSAS, a banker, several sheriffs, a doctor, pharmacists, the state oil inspector, the justice of the peace, The Postmaster and the Register of Deeds. In addition to this, there are a bunch of statements verifying Hamilton's general upstanding nature.
2: So, um, why do we have so many people vouching for his honesty instead of people just vouching for the fact that they saw the cow in such a mutilated state?
0: Well, that was part of the story too, obviously. That it was possible that people were... Like, well, he could have done it himself, for example, I guess. Oh, so and then
2: just kind of put it there in the middle so of the night. So he's like,
0: no, I bloody didn't. And I mean, It's a long way they... to take a
2: cow just for this story.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
2: So we've got well-respected citizens. An awful lot of them, yes. Attorney, banker, several sheriffs. How many sheriffs do you have in one place? Several. Uh, Doctor, pharmacist, state or an inspector, justice of the peace. Justice of the Peace. Yes, indeed. Is it Sylvester Stallone?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Basically, it is, yeah. A Justice of the Peace, I believe, historically, was someone who wasn't quite a proper judge that could make lower level decisions to save the judges sort of having to get involved, like it having to go into the large courts. They could just dish out.
2: <laughs> justice! Essentially, a judge's bitch.
0: If you want to put it like that.
2: Okay. I- <laughs> Let's not bother the judge today, shall we? I will deal with this. Hmm. So it seems he is uh, Say it. an upstanding citizen. He is. A pillar of his community. You
0: could say he's honourable, in fact. Oh, I can't say that, though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can say that. I could say that. And
2: you could also say he's trustworthy.
0: I just said he's honourable. I don't dare say the second part because you'll tarnish it and start shitting on it <laughs> without any cause. So we've heard from Hamilton. Do mm-hmm. we have any word from Wall and Gideon? Other than verifying that this happened, not just, really, just no. Just there that they, were, yeah.
2: that they were there that night. Okay.
0: Yeah, this, this story isn't really in their own words so much have they spoken to like people who have interviewed them and gathered the story as it was in those days. So they might take the odd line, but they'll put their own spin on it. Okay. Just mm. like we look at all the evidence, then we write our own stuff. That makes sense? Yeah. I know we've covered cattle mutilation before, and I cannot you remember. we have covered quite extensively, in fact.
2: Yeah, I cannot remember the earliest date of when.
0: Oh, there's been some like... Oh, no, it's like yeah, 1500s well, uh, or something. Yeah. So,
2: yeah, this isn't an early one. This is definitely in the middle, there or thereabouts. Yeah. They definitely heard of this before. So, um, it's not as if it's new. They could have heard about it. Could have spread the word. I mean Well you you do say yourself that he's honourable
0: And to be fair, the cow and, turned up without tracks in someone else's field.
2: And he could have thrown it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, he couldn't have. It's a farmer. He's strong. He might be strong, but he's not bloody Hulk. He's 5'7". Strong. All right. Admittedly, he could be really butch at 5'7". Very stocky and handsome, but he ain't Hulk. He's close, but he ain't Hulk. So he could still throw a cow. Parts. Not, not Parts. We're talking miles here, not metres. I mean, he could have run into the field next to it and thrown it. No, there'd still be tracks. Hmm. Were there though? They done a big sweep for tracks. How heavy is a severed cow's head? Well what if it was connected to the hide and the legs? Well that's a different story, but you're not telling me that it is. I don't know because it didn't say. So <laughs> I'm asking. I don't want to make things up. Alright, it was all connected.
2: <laughs> don't believe you.
0: Uh you son of a bitch. This region was actually quite popular for airship sightings <laughs> in Sorry. <laughs> Sorry! What's going on? What if they flew it
2: like a kite?
0: <laughs> flew what like a kite? <laughs> the cow <car ride.
1: laughs> Where did
0: they get the height from?
2: <laughs> Dunno.
0: This is flat farmland.
2: <laughs> they threw it up in the air.
0: Oh my. Helium balloons. So this region was actually quite popular for airship sightings in this time period. If there's
2: airships.
0: There's gas. They could have
2: stuck little canisters in the uh, cow legs.
1: (laughs) 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 They flew the cow with gas canisters in 1897.
2: They're always Uh, experimenting, trying to find new ways. And who done this, may I ask? Uh, Could have been Gideon Wall. Might be why uh, Hamilton has no idea. Could have acted on their own. My God. Could have been playing a trick on him. Cow
0: As an example of airship sightings, there were less than 48 hours between Hamilton's cow theft incident Great. and the Aurora, Texas UFO crash that we covered in episode 20. Hopefully, the cow has joined the alien in heaven. Hey, God!
2: So what you're saying is it's quite possible that the uh, UFO that took the cow later crashed. So are you saying the cow theft was before the Aurora Texas UFO? Is there a possibility that that is the UFO that stole this cow and then later crashed 48 hours later? I suppose maybe it got fucked up by the cow and they took it up and they had a fight and the cow won. (laughs) Like Matrix cow,
0: cow from does not Kung look Pao.
2: like it won
1: <laughs> it's, it's a
0: hide
2: Head and legs Might have jumped out So um, if you remember Kung Pao The uh, cow knows Kung Fu What if That cow knew Kung Fu Then it still the aliens, got
0: his shit messed up Because the rest of the cow was missing It was like if I'm going down I'm taking you with me <laughs> And fucked them up And jumped out So what's been going on here? (laughs) Did the alien king want him some beef? Could this have been humans dressed up perhaps as they tested new technology? He didn't want no beef. Remember, it would have been very dark in these days and so the ship would have been lit up only by its own lights, like when you put a torch below your face. How do you explain this one? I just did. The cow knew karate. Yep. So your two leading theories at this point are that this happened, but that the cow knew karate and took the alias down. <laughs> it's a fine theory. Yep. Or that wool and jid <laughs> put cast canisters on the cow's hooves <laughs> and flew it to the second field as a practical joke. So was that the cow calling you there? <laughs> To let you know that you're on to him. He was uh, letting me know I was right.
2: Either that or uh, I'm about to get whacked. <laughs> Finding out the truth. We've got cow kite mm-hmm. and uh,
0: cow, kite. cow kamikaze. Uh, I forgot about the cow kite. So your three leading theories <laughs> are that the cow, this happened, the cow got abducted. <laughs> And it knew karate and beat the shit out of them and they all crashed. It took them down with it. Mm -hmm. The cow jumped out before the uh, thing went down. Yeah. That Jed and Wall put gas canisters on the hoofs as a practical joke and (laughs) flew it to the next field. Or that someone flew the cow as a kite. Yeah. Again, as a practical joke, I'm guessing. Of course. And would you say that it was Jed and Wall? Yep. <laughs> Any other theories you'd like to...
2: Uh, we do know that the cow was distressed. It was in the corner, it was freaking out, it was shitting itself. Wasn't using its karate at that point. <laughs> Maybe. It- <laughs> Maybe it had too much gas and uh, farted itself. <laughs> it farted itself? Yep. And um,
0: shot itself across to a couple of fields. I mean, I know cows are responsible for quite a lot of methane, but that's quite the incredible butt combustion. Like a rocket fart. That is a proper air biscuit. (laughs) As I've detailed, this case is absolutely reputable. So, now that I've built this fine, fine narrative house, can I tear it down? An article published around 1977 in Fate magazine, written by Jerome Clark, would claim to have found evidence that Hamilton had allegedly truthfully been a member of a local liar's club. Have you ever heard of a liar's club? What the fuck?
2: Well, I was about to say what the fuck is the
0: local liar's club, but it kind of speaks for itself. Liar's clubs were groups of often well-respected and indeed high-ranking citizens from a local community who would tell increasingly outlandish tales to see who could fool people the best, for example by getting stories into local newspapers. Well, Mr Clark uncovered an earlier article from a 1943 Kansas newspaper called the Buffalo Enterprise. This article had a testimony from Mrs. Donna Steeby of Wichita, Kansas. Donna detailed how her 93-year-old mother, Ethel L. Shaw, had known Hamilton and claimed that Hamilton had told Ethel that this was all bullshit. Ethel had claimed that all who signed the document verifying these events were actually members of that same Liars Club. (laughs) This story couldn't be outdone, and so the Liars Club split not long after. So basically, we have an awful lot of witnesses at the time supporting, and one lady in 1943 claiming a confession, stating that she was in the room where it happened. Ethel called bullshit.
2: Ethel. Is a
0: smart, smart
2: lady, but is she though? I could see myself if I was around at this time being part of this lies
0: club. What else you got to do? It's 1897. Uh-huh. It's like you're watching TV. You um, ain't got no
2: mobile phones. So what I used to just randomly spout bullshit at work <laughs> as if it was fact, and then just laugh when people believe me. I would go, um, for example, this is one that I used, and. Uh, it was that, to keep my useful looks, I would take a bath in semi skin milk every two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Moo. And people believed that. I used that two months ago. My gosh. Because I got ID'd for a lottery ticket... Bearing in mind, ladies and gentlemen, in the UK, you have to be 16 to buy a lottery ticket. I (laughs) am more than twice that age, and I got ID'd for a lottery ticket. And when I told the woman my age, she was like, how do you keep so young? And I said, take a bath in semi skim milk every two weeks with a straight face.
0: It's actually lacto-free milk. (laughs) Try it, people. She believed me,
2: and I just walked away. And what I also used to do at work is I would just walk up to people and go, "Did you know that if a whale swallowed a whole pack of opal fruits, it would shit out every single one of them whole?" They're called Starburst now by I, I I sentiment, but I would say that, and I would just say if they swallowed a pack of Wrigley's and they took a fart, <laughs> <laughs> they took a fart. <laughs> I stole then the they farm. would uh, You would get a We've Wrigley's... Got
0: a fart on the loose
2: <laughs> You'd get a Wrigley's uh...
0: Quick Gather the thoughts
2: You'd get a Wrigley's Bubble <laughs>
0: Then I'd just walk away
2: <laughs> So many times I've heard my own facts come back to
0: me In a st- in like where I used I think, to work yeah, That's brilliant that's, That is glorious I must say but yeah, I, I quite agree. If there's nothing else to do, you've got to make your own fun. The choices are probably playing things like dice, dominoes, cards, or Liars Club. And Liars Club sounds like a bloody good time, to be honest. Mm-hmm. You mean you're not really harming anyone? We should start a modern one. Ooh. Try and get one of our friends. So I said Witnesses versus Ethel via Donna. I may have stretched the truth slightly... Only slightly. our 1970s researcher, Clark, would also find an article by a Robert Shardwold, an American correspondent of the Fortune Times magazine, in 1976. Shardwold or Shadewold—I have no idea how that's pronounced. Apologies, but Shadewold, let's call him. Shadewold had uncovered an article in the Buffalo Enterprise 2 from January 1943. This article gave an account by Ed F Hudson, who claimed to have been the editor of the Yates Centre Farmer's Advocate. This Ed claimed that Hamilton had admitted to faking the sighting and even claimed that Hamilton had made fake airships in a workshop to fool others into thinking that they'd seen UFOs too. Was there a UFO specialist Liars Club in operation? (laughs) Despite all this though, Hamilton never admitted publicly to this being a hoax and there is no actual reliable evidence that Hamilton was a member of a Liars Club. No one was in the room where it happened. Hamilton maintained this story until his passing. I don't blame him. Why would you admit that it's fake? You'd you'd keep that lie to your grave. Laughing to his death.
2: Exactly. Um, also, how many other UFO
0: stories are now part of like liars' clubs? That's a very good question. These, if this was legit a liars' club, mm-hmm. and they had made things to fool people, they could be responsible for so many UFO stories. But, many but, more. but, equally, the MIBS. Could be spreading disinformation here to tarnish real sightings and occurrences, because that would be a bloody good tactic too. Damn mibs. They're mibbing off. Have you looked into uh, liars' clubs online? I've looked into historic liars' clubs, but... Not to m- see if there's... A, well, to be fair. We're going to create one. Probably. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, have you heard of Twitter? <laughs> it's a bloody liars' club in itself. The internet, in fact... It's basically a liar's club. The amount of bullshit. What does it do? Do you know? I've got no idea.
2: (laughs) (laughs) How does one get on internet? (laughs) With gas canisters (laughs) and cow hoops. So, Ed and Ethel versus. (laughs) (laughs) The
0: Honourable Twelve. The Dirty Dozen. The Clean Dozen, sir. We've got no information to suggest any of them are dirty. Ed and Apple versus D12. <laughs> Clean 12, yes, C12.
2: Eminem comes out with fucking rap lyrics. <laughs> dissing old Ethel and Ed. <laughs> Bazaar comes out with his fucking shower cap.
0: Cool, calm, like an alien.
2: Exactly. Ah,
0: so Alexander Hamilton's a liar. I'm,
2: I'm siding with fucking Ed and Ethel here.
0: Well... That's actually it for today's probe, so one last time. We've covered the real story of Alexander Hamilton, an extraterrestrial non-musical. Hamilton was a rancher who on the evening of the 19th of April, 1897, whilst accompanied by his son and some hired help, saw a cigar-shaped UFO in the sky. Underneath the craft was a carriage with six strange beings inside. As Hamilton watched on, the beings basically lassoed Hamilton's cow. The three farmers tried to cut the cow free but the craft carried Hamilcow off. The next day, the cow's remains turned up on a farm nearby. In addition to the son and farmhand witnessing these events, a dozen respectable locals signed a paper confirming that Hamilton was a truly honest man and verifying these events. 79 years later, a lady would claim that she heard Hamilton boasting about making up the story as Hamilton was a member of a liars club. The paper editor claimed the same thing in the same paper that's your lot anything you'd like to go over before we close off today or will that be enough i've got two thoughts myself actually one wall sounds like a gladiator how did we not think that at a time
1: gladiator ready three two one
0: and meanwhile my other thought justice of the peace we're saying a justice of the peace and sheriffs were potentially members of a liars club. That's uh, pretty <laughs> interesting I mean, to state, isn't it?
2: If you're going to be part of a liars club, you're going to be the most. I mean, it just makes sense to be the most respectable people in <laughs> the club. But that town, could
0: ruin your career.
2: I mean, it's not going to, is it? They could all just come out and say they were playing a joke.
0: I don't know. They're all there it's, to back it's, each it's, other. It's
2: a, Who is higher than any of those people in town? That could potentially fire them all. No.
0: Well, there could be, like, a regional
2: judge. Don't get me wrong. One of them could get fired for being a knob. But um, I think it's a risky decision regardless. But then, at the same time, if they're all backing each other, it's not really going to get questioned, is it? Not mm. back then. I don't think there was that many sceptical bastards back then.
0: Mm, yeah, it's, it's hard, to be fair. Who knows?
2: They were all believers.
0: So on that note, are you a believer? Are you saying that it was aliens? I
2: am a believer
0: I'm that this
2: <laughs> was an alien story made up by the Liars Club. You, you never had me and there. Alexander Hamilton,
1: his name was...
0: This was all bullshit.
1: BULLSHIT!
0: Well, I'm not saying that it was aliens, but this file, I saw the name of the person involved and I knew right away that we had to rise up and reference the musical. I wasn't actually sure if you'd ever seen it, Granville. Obviously, you said at the start that you haven't, but you have heard the soundtrack. But I've dropped many, many references throughout this episode, and there is one more yet to come. Hopefully, some of our listeners will know what we've done here, but even if you don't, I hope sincerely that you have enjoyed this non musical, truthful tale. As far as my views go, though, it's hard to believe this one really happened as outlined. If aliens were confirmed, you just expect them to actually be common knowledge by now? I also absolutely love the concept of the Liars' Club. As soon as I saw that, it's hard to come to any other conclusion. A Liars' Club is just so appealing. Plus, a UFO travelling all the way to our Earth, likely with (laughs) gravity-manipulating technology, relies on a lasso and takes (laughs) one cow. (laughs) Why? That's today's show. They were just trying their skills. I was really surprised you didn't tear my ass off right there. <laughs> it like they used a lasso. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, it never crossed my mind. <laughs> You've got aliens
1: far across the galaxy using a red lasso. <laughs> Come here, cow.
2: They might have seen a western.
1: <sighs>
2: <laughs> might have thought they'd
0: try it themselves. Yeah, maybe. Give it a go. <laughs> We're going to cow ranch. <laughs> Is this how you do it, boys?
2: It's like um, fishing for them. So son teaching his uh, son. My dad teaching his son how to uh, catch a cow. We're going to do it the old-fashioned
0: way today, boy. Thank you for listening <laughs> to But It Was Aliens. So, hopefully you've enjoyed the show. And if not, just pretend that you have. If you'd like to support the show, you can visit butitwasaliens.co.uk where you can pick up a few pieces of merchandise like an Operation Bobble Hat and that will also allegedly truthfully see you to the saved queue when the aliens come. Meanwhile, over at a little place called patreon.com forward slash butitwasaliens you can pledge about a fiver and as an alleged reward... You gain access to our side probes, bonus episodes, where each month we explore. Appletonis! And more widely paranormal events because we are both UFologists, <laughs> Ufologists, and paranormal researchers here with years of combined deadly serious experience between us. We know exactly what we're doing. Outside of that, if you have any episode suggestions, art, or you just want to say howdy, howdy, you can find us on the Twitter at... It- on oh, no, Twitter? At But It Was Aliens. And we have a private Facebook group called Extraterrestrial Towers linked to our But It Was Aliens page on the Book of Face thank you again for joining us until next time how do we know that we can't polish a turd the truth is up there hash tag oh and one more thing do you think the aliens who took the cow will be back
1: Say, the size of our probe's not a size that you're willing to take. And you cry, and you is as you feel you must yield when you see your cow rise. Why I'm so sad? Remember we made an arrangement when we went away. Now you're making us mad. Remember, despite this engagement. You're a man We'll be back Soon you'll see You'll recall your ass belongs to me We'll be back Time will tell You'll remember we must probe you as well Spaceships fly Your pants fall We'll stick it just behind your balls and when push comes to shove We'll put things up your butt to save humanity And remind you of our love da 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 We are coming for you, but da 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 We are coming for you, but. You say your probe is draining And you can't go more you say you'll be abstaining when we are gone. And no, we don't like butt stuff. This is awesome. Cause this ain't sexual butt stuff. Discreet, submissive butt stuff. For science, it's compliant butt stuff. Forever and ever. And ever and ever and ever, we'll be back like before. We will probe your butt and probe some more for your love, for your praise. And we'll love you till your ass is ablaze. When we're gone, you'll get mad. No one will believe this thing we had. <laughs> Cause when push comes to shove, we will kill all your cows and defy gravity.
0: Then we'll put it in your butt. Da da da
1: da 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 We are coming I- for your butt. Da 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 We are coming Everybody Da 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 We coming for your butt Da 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 We are coming for your butt butt stuff